Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Bergio, and I'm super excited for today's guest because guess what? She loves to talk about all the things I love to talk about. So <laughs> we're going to have some really juicy, good conversation. So I hope you're enjoying your day as you dive into this episode with my girl, Corey. Corey has quite the background and I love women who have done many things because like myself, I used to get a lot of flack for that. She has done a lot of things that led her to where she is now. Um, Her background is in luxury real estate, investing, personal development, but she's obsessed with combining the power of peak performance and purpose to harness your untapped potential. Can we get an amen? Over the last (laughs) 10 years, this journey has been a deep dive into spirituality, self-love, business, empowerment, creating wealth, and doing what it takes to create an extraordinary impact. And to her mission is to help others tap into that same power of the subconscious and unlock new levels of success and freedom. So Corey, welcome to the show. Ah, hello. So excited to be here. Yes. My fellow podcaster. So Corey and I, um, we met through a mastermind that we were both a part of, and I always like to just connect the dots for people because you see guests come on shows and usually there's some backstory of how people met. And, um, I just always want to like push the fact that like, when you get into the rooms with people, you never know how you can grow your network and where that connection can take you. And so you guys hear me having all these epic guests on my show. And a lot of them are people that I've, I've, I've met through the events that I've been a part of. So let's start with that and the power of networking and putting yourself in rooms with other people. Can you give us a little touch on how that's changed business for you? Oh my goodness. I think first of all, I think all of my best friends have come from those situations. So if you're like me and you have to invest in yourself to find friends, if you're yes. pay for friends, um, you should, you should get in the room just for that reason, because you end up in the room with some of the most amazing people that you would have never had exposure for so or to. And yeah. so that's like my first recommendation on why you need to get in the room, but also the way that your business ends up growing simply from the investment, it puts skin in the game. It forces you to show up for yourself. And if at first you feel like you can't fully show up for yourself, you are accountable to showing up for others. Mm, I love that. Okay. So talk us through a little bit of your background because you were in luxury real estate. Like how did you go from that type of a career where you're like a service-based business, right? Like, which is a lot of people listening to this podcast are in the beauty industry or they're creative entrepreneurs of some sort. How did you go from that into pivoting into what you're doing now? Oh my goodness. So I had my daughter when I was in college and actually, so my degree is in nutrition and food science. I finished that up after I had my daughter and basically I just listened to a lot of outside influences and real estate was what the, you know, the market was booming at the time. And everyone was like, you just need to do this. It's so flexible. You can make a lot of money, be home with your daughter, which if anybody listens in real estate, you know, is not as flexible <laughs> as, you, as everyone tries to tell you it is. And I did it for a while, made a bunch of money, but I really was like, it made me cry a lot. Like I'm just really not made of what you need to be made of to be in that industry. So hats off to everyone that is in that industry, doing the thing for me, it just wasn't a fit, at least at that time of my life. But I learned a lot. I learned how to run my own business. And so from crying in my, in my real estate career, it pushed me into the next phase was, which was really to get back to what I had intended to do with my life, which was fitness. And so I started teaching Pilates and coaching on nutrition. And that was an evolution of really realizing that 
fitness is all about mindset. And so there was a point where I was super burnt out and I was tired of dragging people across the finish line as it pertains to health and wellness goals. So I started to hang up that hat and started just coaching on mindset. And essentially what happened inside of that, when, when COVID hit, I had a lot of expertise in business. So I supported some people in getting their businesses up and online. And I just continued to refine my skills, which brings me to where I am now, which is using breath work to help people open up and amplify their intuition and allow that to be the thing that truly guides you and supports you in building a business and building epic relationships in opening up your wealth mindset to a whole new space and place. Mm, So many good juicy nuggets there. I love a good backstory, seriously, because I feel often that people feel bad if one thing, like a relationship, like they look at their job or their career as like a relationship. Oh, I've already put this much time and I have to stick it out or I have to like, quote, make it work. And it breaks my heart so bad. My mom's in real estate. So everything you were saying, I was like, yep, yep. That was my childhood. She was never <laughs> home. And it's not for the, for the week, if you will, like it's a tough career. And um, it's even tougher if it's not in alignment with maybe what you were truly supposed to be doing, which sounds like it's helping people on a different level. Um, And intuition is something that I think takes us a while to relearn. I think you have it when you're little, right? Like intuitively, you know, yes or no, you cry if you're upset, you you, you don't say yes to things you don't want to do. You know is the answer for 90% of the things under 10 years old. My son still, no is always his first answer. And I'm like, maybe I should lean into that more. But intuitively, I literally just had this talk and did a whole podcast on it the other day about listening to your intuition and about, you know, when we don't you know, when you don't like you literally like, I shouldn't have done that. I knew better. I probably shouldn't have. And like, it leaves you feeling more icky than when you do listen to it and that like, well, I'll feel bad if I say no. So talk to us a little bit more about intuition, because I feel like, especially for women, a lot of us don't listen to our intuition. We listen more to what we think we're supposed to be doing or what we think people want us to be doing or saying. And, you know, I know you've seen that hold people back when you're coaching and when you're helping them with business. Uh, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Your intuition. I feel like anytime you have to talk yourself into doing something, your intuition was talking to you before that. So my best advice into like tapping into intuition is you have these thoughts that cause a feeling, right? So you have to catch the thought and the feeling. So I call them a feeling thought. And that is really how you start to flex that intuition muscle, because we all have that instinctual sort of gut feeling. And it literally almost feels like it's like grabbing you and holding you back. It's, it's trying to protect you. Right. So it's like, no, don't do that thing. And yet we oftentimes as women are like, Oh, but I'm just going to talk myself into this or let's play this fun game and verify if you're actually right. Because wouldn't that be fun? Like I have this internal, amazing wisdom that's happening inside me, but let's play a game and see if, if you're wrong. Cause wouldn't that be fun to make you wrong? Dying inside a little bit. Yes. <laughs> uh, so true. Oh my gosh. So if someone's listening, they're literally like, well, that I just feel so seen and called out right now. Like it's okay. Like we all do it when it comes to one thing or another. But when you, when you start to teach someone how to really listen to that intuition, I mean, we'll just start transferring that to the power of your thoughts, because I feel like you talk a lot about that. You talk a lot about how you know, thoughts and feelings can really affect how we make business decisions. And, you know, being in an industry like real estate, you had to grow kind of some thick skin and your beliefs had to grow as you built that business. And that now 
moving into owning your own business, you know, I heard you say something like, well, listen to that feeling, but sometimes new things can be scary. And that feeling is not just your intuition telling you not to do something, but it's your intuition trying to, like you said, protect you. So how do we know the difference between like, I'm just scared to try something like us starting our podcast, or if it's really like a full body fuck no, but I'm still trying to talk myself into it. So that I think becomes a actual game or I don't know, muscle flexing of finding out. So first you have to ask yourself, like, am I in bodily harm in whatever it happens to be that you're getting ready to, to take on and asking yourself some questions? Like, is this coming from a place of fear? So you can actually talk to your own subconscious mind and it will answer you. And the funny thing is, is when you're talking about your subconscious mind, which by the way, is your intuition (laughs) or they're very closely intertwined, your subconscious mind answers instantly. Your conscious mind, the one that is the only like 5%, which we think is the one really driving the bus, will take the time to try to talk you out of it and rationalize. And when that's happening, what happens is it, there is, it's your brain trying to keep you safe, right? Safe from fear, from failure, from feeling any sort of discomfort. So you actually just have to get super curious with the feeling and ask some questions, but pay attention to what the quick instant response is. Right. Yeah. I often say it's when you're, when you feel stuck to, when you're feeling like, um, like you can't make a decision or like you're saying the same questions. It's like usually the thing you're avoiding doing is like the thing you need to do or you need to try or lean into. And, you know, like I would rather try something like you said, to make sure I'm wrong versus not try it at all. And then intuitively, if you know, taking that step's going to get you to the next thing. Sometimes we got to do things that are like a smidge uncomfortable to see what's on the other side. Right. Because, you know, you talk about scaling your business. If you're not like leaning in and scaling yourself, how can you really grow your business? And you're my favorite. Cause I, I read all of your stuff on Instagram. I know that, you know, you have a strong mindset when it comes to really, really working on the personal development side. And that's where like my partner, Laren and I, we talk strategy and business for beauty professionals all the time, or people are in the wellness space, but I'm like, Hey, guess what? I can give you all the blueprint and the tools like you and you and Dre do all the time. But if you don't have the other components in place, even if you reach the peak of success or whatever number or client list that you want, you personally might not be fulfilled. Still, you still might not that feeling that you were trying to get by the doing, you know, the, the personal side has to get, you know, poured into, and that work has to be done on your end. So you know, again, back to people that are starting businesses or working on scaling their business or growing that if they're finding that that's challenging, or they're still not fulfilled, do you circle back to that knowingness of like what you need to work on personally? Oh my gosh. I've, I think I've dropped a, <laughs> just recently dropped a post on this. I really think you have to scale yourself, right? No matter what it is, you have to, it's all about that. So it doesn't matter what strategy you try. I think that all strategies actually work if you're executing them from the right place. Right. So if we have the, if we're coming from our, why our authentic self, um, and really honed in on that, the strategies will work because you'll also have the, the wherewithal to see that strategy to the end. Cause so often the problem is, is we quit the strategy just as it's about to start working because we haven't done that inner work. We doubt ourselves. We aren't, we can't ride the wave out where we're not getting the validation or the proof that it's working. And that comes from the internal work. 
And and when you say, I feel like for a lot of entrepreneurs, that's where they hit the road bump where they, because I've seen it with coaching inside of Fast Foundations with early stage entrepreneurs, like it's the idea that lights somebody up and it's like, they start to do the things, they start to implement the systems, but then it, it, it gets quote hard or they, they don't, they can't ride the wave long enough to see you know, the actual momentum and the progress. And I know we all strive for, obviously progress keeps us in, in that, yay, we did it. But, you know, people to get over that hump, like what, what would you say is the components that need to be dialed in there in order for them to like get through that and start to see that magic start to happen? Oh, that's, I mean, absolutely. It's being connected to your intuition because mm-hmm. if you are in need of adjusting or refining something, that's where your intuition comes into play. Because I think the biggest fear is that you're going to stick to something and miss the opportunity. So as opportun- as entrepreneurs, we're all opportunists, right? That's like part of the thing. We also love that visionary process. So there's the ideation phase is like really what lights you up, right? So it's almost exciting to go back to that phase, even though you don't really want to quit on the thing that you're doing, but it kind of feels better for you to be in that ideation phase. So you have to stop and really connect to your intuition and ask the questions of like, am I doing myself a disservice by stopping here? Or is it really time to go back to the drawing board? Is it time to refine the strategy and try a new one? Right. No, totally. And that's when that like, you know, gut instinct, it'll tell you, you start to get these actual feelings in your body. It's not just like, Oh, the little voice in your head, there will be actual sensations that come in your body. The more you start to practice this, you're going to be like, Oh, yep. I know. Cause I'm feeling it right there in my, in my gut or like, Ooh, I'm, my throat is really constricting right now. I really need to speak up and say something to my business partner, to my client. And you'll just know. Mm. Uh, how many of you listening can relate to that? Like so fully and, and seriously, I think when you get so caught up in the busyness of just doing client after client, like a lot of us can in the beauty industry, like you don't listen to that. You're not tapping into like where those feelings are and why you're feeling them. And if you can get back into your body, which is really difficult for a lot of people to do, it was hard for me. I stayed up. I'm up. I mean, you know, pointing to my head right now, like I was always in my head versus my body. And it wasn't until I discovered breath work it wasn't even that long ago, it was just a couple of years ago that I really was able to tap back into my body and, and start to listen to it in a way that I needed to, in order to make the changes I needed to in my business and, and start to pivot and let, allow myself to be new at something and allow myself to fail and learn the lessons that I needed to, in order to continue to grow. Um, I know you're teaching breath work now and you do a really special kind of breath work. It's not, I don't, I wouldn't say traditional the way I learned, but the hypno breath work, I almost find is even more powerful, especially for creatives because we're such visionary type of people. And when you talk through visualization, like the hypno breath work does, um, you even wrote, I, I wrote this down. It allows the creativity and clarity to flow freely And often when you're stuck in your head, that shit doesn't flow freely. You have to like, you're sitting down trying to force creativity or you're trying to force like that flow to come. So can you talk to us how you discovered breathwork and how it's like changed the game for you? And you're also a facilitator now. So walk us through how you discovered it or have you always done breathwork? Uh, so no, not always. My breathwork journey started with in yoga. So I taught yoga for a long time. So pranayama, that's like the big mm-hmm. piece of that. And so I always knew that whenever I, when I connected to my breath, cause that's really what yoga is. It's connecting breath to movement, how powerful that is. So if you've ever taken a yoga class and you walk out of that yoga class and you are just like, 
on fire with ideas. You feel so centered. You're in flow state, which is created from breath work. And so that's been part of my journey for a long time. And recently, I don't know, about a year ago, I started practicing more in intensely getting into it, researching, trying on all sorts of different kinds. Cause breath work is really coming to the forefront of a lot of things these days. And I was asked recently in the last like nine months or so to create a, a proposal for a global events company to basically walk their leadership team through enrolling them into the company vision a little bit deeper. So I had to create eight workshops to lead myself over a two-day period. And I was a little bit struggling, truth be told, to come up with eight content type workshops that I was going to lead. And so I was like, I'm going to put breath work in here because I feel like it'll be really powerful. Then I was like, well, I guess I really need to get certified (laughs) in breath work. I already knew that it was powerful for me and I knew it was going to be powerful for for this, this group of executives. I didn't quite know how the certification was going to crack me open and completely change the trajectory of my life because I had already been experiencing breath work. But when you dive into a training with a bunch of people who are on a journey and it's life-changing. And so it was a intensive certification and it literally cracked me open. And the funny thing is, is I almost talked myself out of the training because I am a master NLP trainer, not trainer, like I'm certified master NLP. I'm not trainers, like a whole nother level that I'm not in, but in, in that you go through hypnosis training. So I'm also a certified hypnotherapist. So hypno breath work has NLP based cueing and hypnosis inside of it. In addition, it takes Joe Dispenza's power of visioning and it puts it all together. And so I've read every single one of Joe Dispenza's books. I practice his meditations pretty much daily. And so when I was looking at the training, I was like, I mean, I kind of already do all this stuff. Do I need to go through this? I should find something else. And the weekend actually aligned with my timing. And so I was like, I'm just going to do this. I'll go through another training later. And pretty much I would say in actually the first 30 minutes of being on that certification, I was in tears, which may not encourage you to do breath work. But for me, that was a huge thing because I don't until recently allow my emotions to come through. I'm like a whole new person because I, I do that. So let yourself cry. It'll change your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. So the, the actual training just literally cracked me open. I learned so much and I was really able to allow more of my feminine energy to come through because I had been very dominantly in my masculine, a a total doer. It had caused massive burnout for me. And so essentially at the end of the training going through, I was able to start facilitating these sessions, but it became a daily practice for me. And the beauty of hypno breath work is, is it's really a 22 minute session. So it's something you can put into your day every day to create shift and change it actually woke up my intuition in a way that it it brought me back to my childhood because I've been always a very highly intuitive person, but I've also made it my life's work. That's why I joked about the verifying your intuition because I have always heard the voice and then been like, let's just see if you're actually right. Like, I'm not sure if I should trust you. And every single time at the end, you're like, why didn't I listen to that thing? So hypno breath work has turned my, the volume on my intuition all the way up. And at the end of a 22 minute session, what happens is you get an intuitive action. So you unblock whatever it is that's blocking you. And then you truly get an action step from your intuition. And the magic is taking the action. So 
you can collapse time. If you've ever looked at someone who has created a massive results in their life, the difference between you and them is that they took action and they stacked action upon action upon action. And so this allows you to have insights from your wisdom, your like infinite wisdom to take the action step. Wouldn't you rather take action steps from this like wisdom that comes from inside of you, knowing that if you just trust it, you can collapse time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you got like, I'm going to listen to this back because literally like so powerful. And I love that you shared that bit about you thinking you didn't need the certification um, because it pertains like so much to what you had already learned and what you already knew. But wouldn't you say too, as like a facilitator, as a coach, as a mentor, like just even as a teacher, the, the more we lean into learning, still learning, always being the student, like you're at a different place in your life, five minutes later, 10 minutes, an hour, three years, like six months, like all the things. And so to go through that and have it affect you so deeply within the first 30 minutes, you know, it's like, I say, I teach a lot of stuff. I coach on a lot of stuff, but sometimes I don't allow that space for myself where I don't give it to myself. Like I give it to my clients and we stay in the doing. I can so relate to the masculine and running in that circle of just getting shit done. It's just how you get shit done or that's how we were programmed when we were younger and, and tapping into that breath work. Like I thank you for sharing that. Like that's so magical. And I know anybody listening that's ever taken a yoga class is exactly how I feel, exactly how I feel. And that's what led me down to the breath work. And breath work for me has unlocked the ability for me to feel that emotion. And I don't think until you feel the emotions, can you process through them? And a lot of us keep stuck energy in our body by not allowing ourselves to quote, deal with the shit. Because if you're a doer, if you stay in your masculine, that's how you're taught. You just you don't cry, you know, you don't cry about stuff. You don't deal with it. You just push it off to the side and keep it pushing. Um, and, and I totally had written down something to ask you about trust because you did a masterclass on trust not too long ago. And I want to talk about that. Cause I feel like earlier I said, even as women, we don't trust that intuition, but we also don't trust ourselves enough to allow that space in order to tap into that intuitiveness. And I think for me, the longest time I would hear people say, or I've always heard that voice, or I've always been intuitive or this, that, whatever. And it's like, we all have that magic inside of us, wouldn't you say? It's mm -hmm. just a lot of us have pushed it down and we stopped listening to it along the way somehow. And breathwork for me also has allowed me to go back to that, those childhood moments where these thought patterns, these beliefs were developed that now as an adult, I can see have kept me stuck in certain ways. It's like, why does this keep, thing keep coming up? Like, where does this come from? Why do I think that? Why, when I get to this level of my business, do I start to like self-sabotage or hold myself back from getting to the next level? What is that action step that I need to take that I'm not doing because I'm scared or I'm claiming I don't know how, or, you know, oh, I've already tried that. There's so many people listening that want to expand their business or they want to, you know, move to the next level, but they, they're not listening to their intuitiveness of saying you need to take that class or you, maybe you need to get certified or maybe you need to dive into something that's going to expand you enough to feel confident to do or teach or whatever it might be. So I know that you had a whole masterclass on this. Is there anything you want to touch on any more about leaning into that trust and like diving into being able to trust yourself more if people are having a hard time with that? Oh, I think trust very much is like your intuition. It's like yeah. a muscle. You just have to keep going for it and testing it out. 
And you have to have this, you do have to give yourself the space, right? To hear the voice, which you were talking about that having your, your schedule can be so packed that we don't, we block off experiencing any sort of emotion. And so for you to trust your intuition, you have to give space to hear it. And then you have to actually follow through on it. So there is, it's kind of like, if you, you've inside of your business or inside of a relationship, you're like, you're on the other side, right. And you're see what's available to the other side. And the act of trust is really just taking the leap. So if you can convince yourself just one time to take the leap, you'll be able to do it again, because what's going to happen is you're going to leap. You're going to be fine. And then you're going to know that you can do it again. It's an, it's an act of surrender. So if you can just breathe into it. So the next time something comes up and you get that action step or that inner voice, if you can just take a second to pause and regulate your nervous system, because that's really a big piece of it, right? Is And just breathe deep in. You don't even have to go through a whole breath work class. Just take a moment, breathe in through your nose for a seven count. And then on the exhale, go out for 11, which sounds really challenging. Do that for about 10 cycles and then do the damn thing. Mm, I love that. But if you can carve out even just a couple days a week to do the 22 minute, is that what you said? How long the sessions are? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I highly recommend, highly that. recommend. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and not only is she a founding coach in this incredible app, that's right at your fingertips that you guys can plug into at any given time. It's called mastery. Um, you can check it out on Instagram. Um, it's, it's the next level to take you to be able to just plug into this whenever you need it and, um, have it as it's an app, right. That you can download and, and have access yeah. at any point. Yeah. And you can choose based on what it is that you need for the day. So there's all these different subcategories from health from to wealth, which is my, my category as well. Um, but self-awareness, heartache, all sorts of different things inside of there. So you can just kind of peruse the menu for what you're feeling like you need that day and, and dive in. I love that. Okay. So back to fun business stuff, you and Andrea, um, another dear, dear friend, one of your besties, you guys host weekly, um, business calls, uh, strategy calls, just kind of coffee chats for people to connect with you on. Um, I want to share that with the audience because you guys are so generous with your time and do these, are they weekly still? Yep. We're doing them weekly. Weekly. And what days can people tune in and to connect with you guys? It's Wednesday at 1 PM Eastern standard time. Okay. So that's, that's 11 for us, right? Or or 12 for us Pacific standard. If you're over here, you guys tap into the knowledge of these two girls. If you have a chance to connect with them, you can ask business questions. You can ask personal questions. Like these two are a wealth of knowledge that you're not going to find this kind of like connection anywhere else. I couldn't recommend hanging out with the two of you more highly, but I also want to share too, because you recently started your own podcast and I have been talking a lot about, you know, the power of podcasting. And if it's a, avenue for people to expand their business and to really start to connect and build a community. So you and I were talking a little bit before we hit record on what yours has looked like, but share with that story that you said about having that intuitive download from breathwork and just what it's looked like for you to start your podcast. Oh my goodness. So I'm obsessed with podcasting. It was on my list of things that I should do for like three years. And so I let it kind of haunt me and I didn't take action on it. And I bought a microphone, it sat in a box. I, I played the game of, you know, I, all right, I'm just going to take it out of the box. It's going to stare at me <laughs> on my desk. 
it had multiple different names, but I really struggled to come up with what it, the, the journey, I, I wanted to have it all figured out and the marketing and the, the logo and all of the things. And so I sat in, in action until I was actually, it was in my breathwork certification and it came to me, the name came to me, the super expander podcast, which is what the name is and what it was really the, the message, the mission behind it, which is to inspire people to really take action and to find mentors and people that expand them because we have these things inside of our brain called mirror neurons and finding people who expand you uh, to step into, basically they're a model of the world and it shows you that what you desire is, is possible. And so that's sort of the idea behind the super expander podcast, but the idea came during breath work and I listened because intuitive action, that's the magic stacking these things on top of each other. And that was a few months ago. And now I'm like, you know, several, I don't know, eight weeks in 10 weeks in with a bunch of reviews and consistent guests. And on top of really, I mean, that's amazing. And the conversations I'm having are amazing, but a couple other things are really happening inside of it. One, my own messaging in my business has crystallized just by the nature of just showing up. Like it's just happened without really having to force, force it. I've become a much better speaker on the fly. Like I can just talk about anything and it's fun and I don't like really worry and judge myself. So that's like another really great side effect of, that's amazing. of, of podcasting. And I'm talking to people and I'm forging relationships, almost like you have this excuse to talk to really cool people and become friends with them. Like they would have thought I was weird and creepy before, but now I can be like, Hey, come be Fuck on my yeah. That's literally my favorite part about <laughs> podcasting. It's like, and, and, and it's funny because you talked about that and now you're getting more comfortable with solo episodes and all that kind of stuff too. And it's, it's interesting because guess what we're doing? We're creating, we're doing consistent, something consistently over and over again. So how could you not get better at it? How could you not perfect like your storytelling and your conversations and your questions? And, you know, it's such a beautiful journey to, to see something in the very beginning. And I'm sure we'll look back at our first several episodes and laugh, you know, like I sounded, you know, or whatever the case may be, but you know, I, I was really similar with it, the box and the, and the speaker sitting there for a couple of years. And like, I still have the speaker that I buy. I never actually used it. And it's sitting on my, one of my shelves with like almost like a trophy kit, but it's up there. Like you did it. It's there. It's almost like a little, like I gave myself a trophy for finally starting because I'll tell you, it's literally changed the game for me too. If I could just sit and podcast all day long, that's what I would do. It's just so much fun. It is. And it's such a great avenue for you to diversify like who you're speaking to and to really help get more people into the awareness of your business. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I always tell people, ask questions, find people whose podcasts that you like, DM them. You can DM either one of us. I'm sure we'd be happy to like share some insights, share a funny story, tell you a few things not to do, maybe give you some tips on what to do. But um, yeah, I'd highly recommend it too for anybody who's on the fence. Like just do it. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I think another piece too, that makes it so magical is that, you know, on social media, which we all have to show up and do the thing and get our messaging out there so that we are visible, but that we, you know, we kind of get caught up with the whole comparison Mm -hmm. and there's just so much less of that. It's not like you're taking your episode and putting it side by side against someone else's and like thinking, Oh, they got more likes or I, I don't know. There's just like the comparison seems to fall away. At least for me, that's been I agree. I couldn't agree more with that. I I think 
you don't even get to see that kind of stuff. So it takes that all away from you. I mean, you can hear that how many downloads maybe people have gotten, but to me, it just shows me what's possible. I mean, you go from just, you know, 50 or 60 downloads a month to a couple hundred to a couple thousand. And you hear, you know, our mentors getting a half a million to a million downloads a month. I mean, possibilities are endless. I'm in the, in the point. Yeah, they're wild. I just invested in a course, um, for someone to help me expand and grow my podcast. I was like, like you with breath work, you know, I kind of know this, I kind of know that, but there's probably tons of things I don't know. So let me dive deeper into that and invest on that level to see how much further I can get faster. Right. Cause when you hire somebody, it just helps collapse time and helps you avoid common mistakes and spending money and time, which time is our money, um, you know, fussing around on your own. And that's the most powerful thing is to get somebody in your corner helping you. So if people have fallen in love with you, listening to you on this episode, like I'm sure they have your voice is like mesmerizing. I just wanted to close my eyes and listen half the time. Um, where can oh we goodness, find you and where can we find the podcast super expander? Uh, well, the podcast is on all your favorite podcast platforms, easy to find. I mean, I listen to it on Apple. Um, <laughs> I mean, I actually don't go back and listen to myself, but <laughs> hey, I do every once in a while. <laughs> so sometimes I actually do. Um, but Apple, Spotify, all the all the pod- podcast platforms, and I'm over on Instagram. And my handle over there, I'm gonna throw a monkey wrench in here. I just started going by my full given name, which is Kareen. So my handle is Kareen C O R E N E period P H E L P S, and come say hi. Yay. Go say hi. Tell her what you thought about our episode today. Share it with somebody who needs to start listening to their intuition a little bit more and wants to feel a little more seen and heard. I would definitely encourage you guys to download the Mastery app um, on your phone so you have this back pocket breath work for yourself to lean into whenever you need um, to really expand your vision and just to tap in and give yourself some space to give to yourself. Self-care isn't always about bubble baths and, you know, coffee chats and walks. It's, it's going inward and tapping into what it is that you really need. Um, and as long as you can stay connected to that, you're on the right path. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to this episode, Corey, thank you for your time. You're the sweetest. I got, I, I can't wait to, to dive into the app and download one of your sessions because you can always get more juice out of there. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Honestly, I love it. Um, and you guys, if you're on the fence about podcasting, do it, do it now. Don't, don't wait like we did. <laughs> Learn from us. And if you love this episode, share it with one of your friends and we'll see you guys on the next one. I'm going crazy.